0: All right, welcome to another episode of The Bald and the Beautiful. Today is a very special day, you fucking whores. It really is. It is a special day. This is a wonderful day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we haven't even been having guests because honestly, I just don't care anymore. But <laughs> fuck about, uh, fuck
0: everybody except we have an exception in the building. We're not in the building, but his building, but via satellite. We, from my, fa- from my top three favorite show of all time, I would say. Top three favorite shows of all time. A very um, incredible superstar actor uh, that me and Trixie are unreasonably enormous fans of. Um, from What We Do in the Shadows, he plays Guillermo. It's Harvey Guillen.
1: Woo! Welcome! Woo! <laughs> hi! Hi! hi. <laughs> I
0: am so... I'm going to shit and piss. I'm so glad you're not in the same room as me. I'm going to shit and piss in these little <laughs> panties right now. <laughs> Thank I, you so much I, for being here. I wish here. I was there. Thank yeah. you for
2: having me. I wish I was there. I would uh, enjoy all of that.
0: You know,
1: can we, uh, you can, I just want to warn you, Harvey, like we're going to come on strong because okay, yeah. nobody, nobody thinks that you are a superior star of television more than we do yeah we are obsessed with what we do in the shadows and you are our favorite part of that show you make the show
2: well oh
1: that's really sweet
2: and i i i'm a fan of of both of you it's so funny because i keep getting friends who send me the clips of you guys talking about the show and i was like Bitch, I already saw it. I like, I watched their show.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's hard to like say that you are the favorite when it's an ensemble show where there's truly not a weak link period ever. No, there's not, not never it, There's never a joke that doesn't land. There's never a costume that's not amazing. But you just, I can't believe in a show about vampires, you are like the, you're like the Jim Halpert of it. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm only human. I'm the only human
1: yeah, in the show. Yeah. I
0: mean, I was I'm a huge vampire fan like uh since I was like 10 or even earlier. And I was I would assume that the the non-vampire main character would be the least interesting, and you buy you fucking steal this show every goddamn episode. And it's um it's just so good. It's so so good. It's so you know so it's so good. funny because Guillermo was in that he didn't talk a lot in the first
2: season. If you look back at the first season, I think I talked to you about this, Tristan, like it was just like it was not scripted that he talked a lot. He was there as a familiar and he was more like just almost like wallpaper, really. Like he was there as the sidekick to Nandor and would talk once in a while because he was afraid to speak out. And then it was just through facial expressions that we told a story. All of season one, it was just my face that was just telling the story that the audience was like, I see what's happening. Uh, There's something there going on. So it's so funny that you say that, but. That was, I don't think that was the intention for Guillermo originally, but we've uh, here we are.
0: <laughs> when did you start uh, taping the show? What year?
2: It was 2018. We shot the pilot. We shot the pilot in LA, and then we got picked up and we moved to Toronto, where I'm currently now shooting. We're halfway through season four. Uh, yesterday was... Girl, thank our...
1: fucking God. They announced that you guys were, I think, picked up for two seasons, like right away last year. So like as I was starting watching three, I think it was announced that you were already doing, like, more than one more season. And it I just felt such comfort. Because on a show this weird, you know, I always have, like, freaks and geeks syndrome. We're like, what if something really fierce only has one season? Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm always yeah. afraid of that. Because yeah. sometimes it's the amazing shows that fly under the radar. And I just have to say, like, normally when we have guests on the pod, I have to, like, wikipedia them and try to get myself psyched up to yeah. figure out what i'm in but i didn't I have do to do any fucking to- research today so. <laughs> like i do not have to pretend to be enthusiastic about y- your work obviously having like a queer person of color be like a star is great but bitch like what did you guys know like wh- when you're shooting that pilot could you feel it like oh this is some shit
2: yeah i think i remember shooting the pilot in, first of all I never had a chemistry with Kayvon, which is unheard of. You usually have a chemistry with like your counterpart. Uh, They had cast everyone in the show already. I was the last person to be cast. They had already booked. uh, Matt was the first one. And then it was, I think, uh, Kayvon and Natasha and Mark. And then I was the last one. And they were starting production in a week. And they haven't found a Guillermo. Guillermo was written 20 years older than I am. So I wasn't even right for the role. And so when I went into the audition, it was a courtesy audition because I went to a wine and cheese night and I met this girl at a wine and cheese night who said, you're so fucking funny. You should audition for my fiance's new show. And I was like, okay, not probably for that. Uh, but sure, why not? And then I looked into it and it was what we do in the shadows and they gave me a courtesy audition. And I went in there and I parted my hair in the middle and I got these Harry Potter glasses, popped them out. And I wore this gross like sweater vest. So I was like, if this doesn't make me stand out, I know I'm not right for the role age wise, but this will make me like pop and She'll remember me, Allison Jones, who I wanted to impress, the casting director. Uh, cut to an hour later after the audition, they are like, yeah, it's unanimous. You're going to test with Kayvon. And I was like, that's insane. And I was like, so looking forward to it. I never got the call to test. It was Martin Luther King weekend. And I got a call from a 16-digit number. And I was like, my sister, she'll pick up the fucking phone. And I was like, oh, my God. And I picked up. I was like, hey, is this Javi? And I was like, yeah. Hey, it's Jemaine and Tyka. Oh, hi. Yes, I'm testing for you. He's like, no,
1: you're not testing. We'll see you on set. Oh <gasps> that like that that's like some magic story shit that never happens yeah oh that's so
2: hollywood if i ever heard a story if you (sighs) told me that story i wouldn't believe it and it was happening to me at that time and i was like this is insane. I looked at my sister. You're like, a you're like am
1: I being scammed? Are they going to ask yeah. me to send $5,000? <laughs> yeah. yeah <seriously. laughs> and the name of 20, and then like 20 friends' names. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which go. I
2: probably would have done. Yeah. I honestly, <laughs> like full confession, I would have done it. But then I I just remember I never, the chemistry with came on. It was Sunday. I got the call. Martin Luther King uh, was Monday. Tuesday, I had a fitting. And Wednesday, I was on set. We are starting to the pilot and I never had a chemistry with Kayvon. I, I, I met him and I was like, please make this work. Please make, and I just met him and he just talked and I was like, oh my God. It was like, he's such a wonderful comedian, actor, such a giving actor that I was like, this could have gone easily, you know, the other way. So after we shot the pilot, I felt something good. I felt like if this doesn't get picked up, what a shame. But if it doesn't get picked up, I'm really proud of the work and I want that real because this is a really funny show. It's like, so I just felt this like crackle, you know, to the show that I was like, man, this is good. If this gets legs, like we we have a good show here. And lucky for us, we got picked up.
0: <laughs> I mean, how many scripts do you read that you're like that you feel genuinely excited about?
2: I mean, there's a lot of scripts that I, I think the question is how many scripts do I read that I'm not excited about? (laughs) Well, yeah.
0: I mean, I I would assume that's the majority, right? That's
2: that's the majority. Like you read stuff, especially like, you know, being an actor who's normally just playing character roles. uh, You see it the same, the same note, you know, it's like the guy next door, the nerd, the hacker, uh, you just get the same roles over and over. And so this for Guillermo was so different that I was like, this is unique. This is different. And they didn't, Guillermo didn't have a last name. And I remember being on set the first couple of weeks, and I asked Jemaine, uh, one of the creators, I was like, "Can I give him a last name?" And he says, "Oh yeah, what you thinking?" And I was like, "I don't know, something like, de la Cruz." And he goes, "What does that mean?" And I was like, "Oh, it means of the cross. Is that okay, or is that like, you know?" And he's like, "No, that's perfect." Because he knew the storyline before I did. I didn't oh, okay. know about the, the story. vampire
1: slayer uh, the lineage. Vampire yeah. slayer. Okay, I didn't well, know that. Even- like, like even before that storyline, like somebody who desperately wants to be a vampire with their last name is of the cross is funny. <laughs> <I know>.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's <is>
1: really funny. <laughs> it is really funny. And oh, my God. The, uh, your show has one of the most like iconic opening sequences that I'm telling um, you. I watch it every time. I never skip it. I, you, I, I never, never talked skip about that it. Yesterday,
0: I can't believe I don't skip the intro ever. It's so good. Did you see the
2: little, little differences in this last season where, um, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. But when Colin, something happens to Colin, like in the opening, his pictures disappear and they're missing.
1: Oh, in the opening sequence. I didn't notice that. never clocked that. By the way, we watch it every time and never clock <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> so I'm not saying it's not effective. I'm saying we're stupid. Yeah, Also, I'm stupid. there
2: was there was uh, the episode where uh, Kavon, uh, uh, they sing uh, the opening in Farsi. Yes, 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 yes. Yep, yeah, yep. I remember that one. That's right. Yeah,
0: because it was his, <laughs> what? It was his... Um,
2: he was. It was when he was going through a crisis, and he joins the cult. Uh, Bitch, I, <laughs> fucking. Kat
1: and, and I were ready for that storyline to go did, on for all like season, s- all season, all season, like several more episodes. It was it's like so a highest bizarre. rated episode.
0: It's, it's so, so fucking so weird. Crazy. Yeah, it's so weird. You're like, where is this going? And then, they. Spoiler alert! They all die. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, she just.
1: I love And then that she just. Like, she just yeah, leaves and them then the the new way wig. wig that Nandor's new wig is so fucking yeah. funny in that episode.
2: It's so feathered and it's so 1980s yeah. and I love it. And Cree, Cree Summer, who who guest stars in that episode, who if you know, she's the voice of everything you've ever loved as your childhood. Like she was Penny and in Inspector Gadget. She no w- yeah. way. She w- yeah, Cree is also uh, in Rugrats. Remember she's the best friend to Angelica?
0: Oh my God. Susie? Susie, Susie. Incredible. Oh yeah.
2: That's her voice. Yeah. And so she's in everything and she's amazing. And also it leaves a window for her to come back because remember all her followers died yeah. except for her. She's all like, back to the, drawing, back to board. the drawing
1: board. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I'm um, like, it's, and you know what I like about it too? It's like you guys season one were weird. Right. But then it's like, as you got your audience support and maybe who, whoever pays the bills believes in you more, you guys have gotten more and more foolish yeah. And more and more absurd and more flashy with the effects and the money. And it's just so good. It's like someone's just pouring gas in the tank. So you guys get to be bigger and bigger freaks.
2: And also, it's you are- so crazy. It's like we look at it, you know, just we're like I always look back at that episode with the Baron where he eats pizza pie. We're like a cartoon. Like he yeah. eats pizza pie and he vomits profusely, like deflates like a balloon <laughs> in the in air. <laughs> like
0: <Yeah. it's> just <laughs>
2: Crazy. I was- That's crazy. And yeah. your action also
0: sequences the- are fucking Fierce. The last, the where you and Nander go at it, it was like, they're yeah. so good.
2: <laughs> it's so like, good. I had, again, no idea that that was happening. Like, I had, if you would have told me in the first week of filming that Guillermo at one point be a uh, Van Helsing and be kicking ass and like trying to like attack Nandor because it's emotion. He's driven by emotion. Yeah, and totally. He's frustrated. What is that kind of love that he has with him? We don't know. Is it romantic? It's yet to be shown, yeah. but there's definitely, you know, sometimes you love someone so much and it could be a friendship, but you're just trying to shake the yeah. nonsense out of them. So like doing those sequences are like amazing. Like my favorite is that like, we ad lib, like Blanche, that was all me, that like when was I get so thing, and I go
0: Blanche! Blanche! <laughs> and <then> I jump
2: <laughs> up. <laughs> And I would tell you, everyone went crazy on the internet. They're like, oh my God, my childhood. Because, you know, if you grew up watching other, you know, WWE like wrestling or if you watch, you know, Lucha Libre? Yeah, sure. If you're Latinx, you know, you start, you watch that when you're little. And those are the moves that you recreated as a child. So bringing that back to get the most fight scene was like the chef's kiss for me.
1: Oh I know. Like, I feel like you accidentally are living like every gay boy's dream. Who would have known that you literally <laughs> would go be like Sarah Michelle Geller? Yeah, like totally. You're just Buffy now. Totally.
0: And <laughs> I love that <laughs> that you're like, it, but living with vampires and like um, protecting them from their own like just vulnerable stupidity. I mean, they're so clueless and they don't know what's going on. And then you're like, you're just... so competent and so on top of it and so overworked. I'd like your character is just so great. It's so, I don't like,
2: think you caught that because it's like they live in their own world. The yeah. vampires live in their own world. All we think about is lust and and yeah. feeding. Yeah. And that's pretty much it because after you've been alive for hundreds and hundreds of years and you've seen it all, you've done it all, you start like, you know, zoning they're, out. You're like, whatever. They're it's like ancient
1: day-to-day. babies. They're like yeah, ancient babies. babies. It, it reminds me of like absurdly rich people, how they sort of yes. become incompetent.
0: Yeah. Like money, money, yeah, money makes you
1: sort of just... Yeah a
2: shell of like, what else? Who cares? Like they can't, they can't pump their own gas. Like they
0: can't go to a gas station and pump their own gas. Where she tried to turn the, tried to turn the TV on with a paperweight and
1: (laughs) it's just like, (laughs) oh my God. Also the, the, the the RuPaul cameo (coughs) was so fucking funny this week. Oh my God.
2: Can I tell you a story about that? So that was, uh, the scene that was the last episode of the finale. Uh, and that scene when Taika says, yes, queen. And it's like, you didn't take over RuPaul's Drag Race. And then it, it shows like RuPaul at the end of his message. Yeah. And then at the end, I remember, uh, it's, uh, I, record all the RuPaul's Drag Race. I was, was scripted. And then my wild line, I literally, uh, they said, you can throw in like, you know, what you want to say. So I literally said something like, you're going to fall. Like, I, I recorded all the RuPaul's Drag Race. Also, you're going to fall in love with Trixie and Katya. And I literally said that, and the, I'm going to take it. I hope that I make it. It didn't make it, but Mother I said
1: it. Mother fucker. It was, I would have jizzed. I would have jizzed you know, myself. You know why it didn't make it? Because it would have been a lie. He was not <laughs> going to fall in love with us. He was going to hate us. Yeah. I watched, um, who
0: is the actor that plays Dander? What is his name? Kayvon. 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 No, back. I just, I watched a, a couple of interviews with him, and it is so bizarre not to hear him talk in a not-
2: crazy Nandor, not Nandor, yeah. yeah,
0: he's so hot i find him oh so god. fucking attractive he- i oh my <laughs> god he's
2: like honey to bees like every woman that passes by like it's just like him hey, on like he is just and the worst part is that he's so charming and nice that it's like you almost wish someone who was like funny and like good looking be an asshole. Yeah, but he's not. He's literally Damn. the most ni- the nicest person ever. And you're just like, yep, like you, you're a good guy. Like you're a nice guy and amazing, funny. Like he's like, I couldn't ask for a better like scene partner. He's like the <sighs> best. My God,
1: you also really lucked out with your character because I mean, they do have you in drag. Like your your look changes a little bit. But your cast members, besides Colin, they are in drag. No, every day. Sh- yeah, every day.
0: Yeah, that's mm. uh,
1: every
2: day. You know how long it, the first season it would take everyone to get ready? Because I feel bad for Natasha because in the first season she would wear corsets and uh, petticoats yeah. and boots, like like Victorian boots. Even though you would never see her shoes because the petticoats and the dresses are so long, unless she was flying, you wouldn't. She could wear Uggs, you would not <laughs> know the difference. But the costume designer was like putting her in like high ankle, like yeah, Victorian shoes. And she had to be in those for 16 hour days. And I like my hat goes off to her, but she had the toughest. And she had to make up and she had to do and the first season, it was her own hair they were using. Oh so no. they, uh, yeah. So they were doing her lost stuff with her own hair. And eventually they caught on. They're like, you know what? It's probably faster way. It if we do Way, way, way yeah. faster.
1: <laughs> yeah. And um for that length of hair too, styling that length of hair, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Touch-ups yeah. and,
1: and it was just so time consuming. So I think
2: they they figure it out and uh uh, i always say Naja has like the the hardest uh getting ready guillermo of season one i literally would put my sweater vest uh five minutes before we're asked. stage uh, <laughs> like that's what like, i mean I'm you got so
0: lucky dream come yeah. true
2: and now with the new with the with last season of the van helsing with the vest and and our costume designer who's amazing like we work really close together and trying to figure out what you know these things are for the character so we wanted to have him more fitted, a little more uh, comfortable in his own skin. He showed a little more figure because usually he's frumpy, oversized sweaters. He doesn't show off anything, like no arms, no, n- never see his waist. And now it's like, the cut is like, you know, vest is cut to the waist. The pants are like tucked into the boot. So you're seeing a little more of his figure because you know, okay, has got curves. So you gotta show them off. <laughs>
1: Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's ANGI.com.
0: Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.
1: There's also, I mean, what a gift to, like, there's nothing funnier than somebody who desperately wants to be a vampire, right? That's already funny. And then he's just never getting the release of, like, actually that. But then adding. Um, accidentally being really good at killing vampires is <laughs> yes. so funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. And also, when Cree- you killed the the Baron, like, that was the funniest fucking thing I'd ever seen.
2: He went out to get roses and he came back and he was, uh, I'm back with the... It's <laughs> so
1: was- funny. <laughs> and I'm so happy and- the Baron is back now like a crispy critter. <laughs> oh
2: my God, Doug Jones, and also another.
1: You know, if you remember all of your childhood like favorites,
2: he was uh, Billy in Hocus Pocus. Remember Billy with this like sewn up mouth? No oh, that way, was, that was him. He's a Billy, and he like cuts his mouth open and mouths come out. That's oh, yeah. Doug Jones. Wow. Doug Jones is the Baron. And do you remember like this is like way maybe I saw reruns of this online, but remember Mac the Knife, like McDonald's like Crescent Moon that played the piano and the the McDonald's commercials? Like maybe this is like nineties. I, like, it, maybe it was aged, I don't know, but, like, I've seen it online. That's him. He was, like, the first, like, giant Big Mac, like, Christmas <laughs> moon guy.
1: <laughs> oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yes. Wow, yeah. what yeah, a
0: yeah, career.
2: Yeah. That was him. Yeah, and he's the creature in Shape of Water. Remember the movie Shape of
1: Water? Oh, I did That's know him. that, too. Damn, what a fucking did, career. Shit. And, I mean, I know we're on, was it uh, season, end of season three now? Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. I know that we're just going back to, but when you think of the quality of the prosthetics in the pilot. How is that a pilot of a comedy show? I mean, and then like the, the, when the Baron comes out of that coffin, I was like, this is fucking crazy. This is like Blade or some shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When he just his
2: hands, just like the opening and just like the, you know, exaggeration. He was in makeup. Uh, He's, uh, he's such a trooper. He's used to it now because he's just so many like characters that are creatures and prosthetic, but he was not makeup make it for like three and a half hours, I think.
1: Oh, that's not um, bad. That
2: doesn't seem bad. bad. That's not bad. I mean,
0: yeah. we, we we do make up sometimes for two and a half, like with
1: costumes yeah. and everything. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 you know? so it's, yeah. So you're right. Everyone's in drag.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but you know what, though? Drag. I feel worse for people like him because I think laying there would be worse than doing it yourself. Actually, you have something to do. So time moves forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think laying there would be so fucking hard like just sitting there while people Not if it's you. like four in the morning, though.
0: oh really you just go to sleep like Silky the other day we had an early call time for Drag Race she had to get up at 3.30 to do have her makeup done she was dead asleep for two hours
1: yeah while the makeup artist just just did it yeah she had a makeup artist yeah well,
0: there
1: you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. Well, are we the only people who don't have makeup artists at this point? <laughs> I don't want
0: one. I don't want one. Nobody I can. I don't either. You know. I don't either. Yeah. Anyways.
2: So- but you're right. It is, it is time consuming. Like, you know, either you're doing something. Even I, I'm not in the makeup chair for that long, but I always like bring my sides or bring like my phone or yeah. something because you want to be doing something because otherwise the first, you know, it's not your first rodeo. Like the first time you do like a show and stuff. I remember my first show ever and I was on a a show called uh, misguided in those was uh, uh, Ashley Kutcher produced it, and Judy Greer started me. It. it was oh, a we show. We love her. I, I we got, love Judy. Yeah. We love And her. I, it was like first thing ever. So I got to go to the makeup the chair in the head. And I was so excited. I was like watching everything as, and I was like talkative and I was just like, so engaged with everything. And then after like a wire, like, oh yeah, they don't want to hear you talk
0: at this 5am. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, bitch. It's, it's 5am. Damn. It's 5 and
2: you're so oh. You're Like, oh my God, is everyone having a great time. And it was like, oh, okay, close your eyes and close your mouth.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's too bad. That's funny. Well, I think, I think you set the tone, right? If it sounded like an Uber where if you start talking, they'll talk to you. But if you say nothing, they won't. Right. I, I've yeah. been
0: in many situations where the Uber has shushed me. Oh. In the it's like the opposite. What? Shush you. They shush yeah. you. Yeah. No. Yeah. They'll take a, f- a fake phone call. <gasps> what? Yeah. They're, they're, they're yeah. too busy for you, and they're yeah.
2: driving you. Yeah.
0: Out. I'm like, okay. I'm right. You know, it's what? funny. Yeah. Because like I'm I'm friendly. <laughs> Especially if they speak like Russian. If they speak Russian, then I'll try to talk to them in Russian, and then they'll, they'll just stop talking. They would just Gag. stop. They would just stop talking. Maybe because I'm G- gay. <laughs>
1: maybe because i'm gay I'm i don't think that's probably why i think what are you talking to them about can i ask mung oh. diving mung diving no <laughs> <laughs>
0: um wait guillermo i am not guillermo sorry harvey, harvey sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry.
1: i have what's your a, name
0: now i have a question for you so um like i feel like for in the show is so three seasons now the they're like the the sustained tension that is like so important in carrying this kind of like um, narrative weight is that Guillermo has not been turned into a vampire. Do Mm -hmm. you think he ever will be?
2: I think that sometimes we think what our dream and and ambition is and what's best for us is what we're after. But sometimes the universe is like, look over here, bitch. Like, look over here. And I think that his goal is to be, well, I, I should say what I want for Guillermo is for him to be happy. Yeah. I think he's finding that. I think he's going through a little bit of a um, crisis in like the end of uh, season two, uh, three when he like confronts Nandor, and yeah. like we also don't know what that relationship is. Where like is he sticking around because he wants to be a vampire, or is he sticking around because they need him, and he wants to be needed, and does he stick around? Sometimes it's good to be wanted. Yeah, you know, and uh, I I feel like I wanted to get what he wants. And it might take a second, but overall, I wanted to be happy. Will it become a vampire? I think that would be cool. I think it'd be cool.
0: I if think it'd be cool too. I think my interpretation is that Guillermo is in love with Nandor. It's a codependent, um, unrequited um, relationship, a, yeah. a little toxic relationship, but yeah. But um, it's so sweet and and lovely. But I think like the 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 fuel that drives it is that like. The yearning and not getting satisfied, yeah, the, you know all that absolutely. stuff. Like, absolutely,
2: yeah. I think it's um, we're all driven by something that we want, right? Like yeah. we, we're all that's why I think people relate to Guillermo so much is we're all Guillermos. Yeah, we've all been in a situation where we we've, we've been in a toxic relationship. We've been at a job that overlooks us for a promotion. We've been, you know, uh, defeated about something that we thought we were going to do and it didn't work out. We've yeah. we've all been Guillermo. So the reason yeah. that we follow the human familiar story, for lack of a better word, is because. Bitch, we're all him. You know, yeah. we're, we're rooting for him because we root for each other. And that's what makes us human. We we really do want each other to succeed and win. And sometimes we do get a little bit jealous because how come it's better for them? How come they're thriving? What am I doing wrong? And so I feel like Guillermo is in that world where he's doing everything by the book. But you know what? Sometimes you got to stop doing things by the book and do your yeah. your own fucking way. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I've never
0: that's read a book think... in my life.
1: <laughs> that's something I think the show does really well is um, it's sort of like musical theater where you guys are playing it like realistically under very unrealistic circumstances. Yeah. And so it's those moments like the chosen, like when Garibald's trying to have this chosen family moment and nobody's listening to him. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of heart, but then you're like, all right, this is a comedy show where nobody cares what he has to say. Yeah, Yeah, it's absolutely
2: right. And it's, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine it being any other way. And that's the first time that we see the vampires genuinely having any kind of past emotion they had as a human. Because remember, those days are long gone. Right, if we're making this a, the reality, and we're grounded in this world vampires haven't felt human emotions in a while. So for them to force themselves to go back to that place and be like, wow, do you like doing stuff, Guillermo? Wow, he likes and he knows it. It's so yeah. hard for yeah. Natasha, not you know, Nadja to say those lines because she's trying so hard to be human. She's like, wow, you like stuff and he knows it. It's like, we're all a big fan. Spill the tea, you stupid bitch. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> just like
0: those, those,
2: those don't come natural. And that is really endearing to watch these vampires who are usually assholes. Do yeah. have one moment of like, wow, you really are in boom plans. It's like, we got you know, chicken piccata had glass in it, so we got the dinner coffee. <laughs> this <laughs> <the Yeah>.
1: <laughs> it's, And I have to say, like, it's one of those shows where moment to moment, I can't decide who my favorite character is. Yes. And then one, once in a while, Colin Robinson will come in and I'm like, this bitch turns the party every single line is like a laugh out loud (laughs) delivery it's so fucking funny
0: i know he's such a good foil for the other for the energy of the other characters and it's so i I would normally hate him or just be like ugh, him again but you're right like i agree with trixie like he is just such a great (laughs) and like just an antidote to the insanity of the um and the -the over-the-top energy of the other characters yeah
2: and it's good at doses you know because if you were next to colin for 24 hours nonstop, you would hate him, obviously. Sure. But since you get sprinkled and it's in doses and it's really well written and Mark does a great job with it. Like sometimes when Mark's offset, just because, uh, you know, that's a speaking voice. So, when he'll just be talking to something, he'll like fuck with us. And I can't tell if he's literally just taking us for a ride. Like, right. he'll talk about something and he will become Colin Robinson. Like, he'll be talking about something. He's like, you know, my wife and I, we went uh, shopping for a wine glass. And I was like, Are you, I don't know if you're joking right now because you're literally draining the fuck out of me right now. Um, he is sort of the master of that. He's yeah. su- no one tops Mark when it comes to that. Like, that is his, like... Jam. His bread and butter.
1: Because yeah. he was... Yeah. He, I forget who whose character's name was on The Office, but he served mm-hmm. it up every time in The Office, too.
2: No one does what Mark does better. Like, that's his bread and butter. Like, that's his... Like
1: Jane, yeah. And bald, white, frumpy representation. Thank Hello. God. Hello.
2: Finally. The, the, Finally. He, he there, is the bald and the beautiful.
1: There's
0: hope for us, <laughs> boring baldies. Maybe yeah, I could boring. get a job in three years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Medi-
1: mediocre white men. We need representation. Yeah, we yeah, need yeah. it now. <laughs> I can learn mediocre a couple of lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, By the way, and, and the revolving door of superstar guest stars you guys get. I mean, like Marissa Jarrett Winokur, like Evan Rachel Wood. Kristen um, Shaw is a Kristen, Kristen Yeah.
2: Oh my God. I was, I mean, I'm such a 30 Rock fan that I was fangirl. And I'm such a Broadway fan that I didn't have any scenes with Marissa. I went to set that day, even though I was off that day from work. Oh, it was really? Like day off, and I went to set because, I mean, I, I think I made a tradition. Like, I, if there's a guest star on any of the shows that I do, um, it's nice to go say hello. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, hello, welcome to the show. Like, it's like, nothing feels worse than guest star in a show and no one saying anything. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like you get guests on the show and you see the leads walk by and they're too busy with their yeah. frappuccino or something yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't say anything. You're like, "Hi, nice to." Okay.
0: And they flick yeah. their like cigarette at a, your face. Yeah. yeah. Cig-
2: Out. Oh, like you know <laughs> yeah, in the eye. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the eye. Uh, there's an ashtray right there. <laughs> but like the fact that uh, I made it a long time ago, that's not how I you know like to work. So I make it a point to like say hello, make them feel welcome, like make them feel included. Uh, we have guest stars. This year
1: that we can't announce yet. Oh, can uh, you give that... me give me a hint or mm-hmm. no? What? Is it awesome. is it is it Tina Knowles Beyonce's mother?
2: <laughs> it is, die. isn't it? It's Solange.
1: Solange. It's Solange.
2: Solange. Okay, yeah. fine. I'll say it. it's it's Solange. Yeah. Absolutely. Woo! We got the see,
0: My dream list of guest stars would be like, um, I would love to see Amy Sedaris as a vampire council member. Oh. That would be so. Okay. Beyond. Can can I
2: tell you? I'm making this up. Uh, that is literally the first person on my list i've literally told casting i was like is there any way that we could get in there like oh no because we so our casting director of I new mean, york cast uh, amy's uh, last show at home, at with home-
0: wait obsessed bitch. obsessed
2: I, okay but i'm obsessed strange with candy was my thing like yeah. i watched it on repeat like i'm obsessed with amy sedaris and i people don't give her like the credit she deserves because she's a comic genius yeah and i literally was um, filming a movie and the casting director Uh, got an offer from Amy's show for me to come do the show (gasps) and they told okay wait though." and they told them, oh he's filming a movie because I also cast him in this movie so they said no to the project without ever telling me come to the cast was like oh I wanted to tell you that they they wanted you for that show but I knew you were filming and I was like oh we moved production like a week I was off that week (sighs) and I was Oh, devastated. that is so
1: disappointing. I mean, I was
2: devastated because I was like, that was my chance to meet Amos. Everyone who knows. Me and knows that I'm show, obsessed.
1: that show is Dead. on the level of your show. Like, it's that funny. I mean, yeah. it, it's she. Oh,
0: my God. Uh, anything like a nosy neighbor, like a, a, anything, a, anything, 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 anything. Anything. A mailman. A mailman. A, a mailman. anything, totally,
2: anything. Make it. I literally have been saying this like anything, anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. The, she just drops off a, a box. I don't care. <laughs> like, it's like anything. Just yeah. anything. Uh, and I think they're at one point they looked in her schedule was her show. Obviously, she was working on it. So it's just the timing. Sometimes yeah. you want people really badly and, the, and people want to come on our show as well. Like they put in their two cents and they've yeah. like sent like, Hey, let me know. But there's no like the writers have already written the season. Right. And there's nothing that like, you know, it, w- it wouldn't be fair to the storyline if we just included everybody wants you to come just, play because. It,
1: if you included everybody who loves your show, it would just be a talk show. It'd be 10, 3 hours. it'd be 3 hours long an episode, 3 hours yeah, an hours episode, long. yeah.
0: We're only, we're only a 21 minute show.
1: (laughs) God, is that, I know. And it's so short. It's It's so so short. short. I wish it it was literally nine. It should be the Drag Race queen size episodes, 90 minutes every time. (laughs) At least 40. (laughs) Give me 40 fucking minutes. Like, you know, what's so
2: funny that like in the UK and BBC, they show the episode and they don't show commercials because it's, uh, they just don't show commercials on TV there. So our show is uh, so quick; they put two episodes usually back to back. Oh, so there you go. Forty-five minutes. There you yeah. go.
0: There you go. Yeah. 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 Only
2: because we don't have commercials there, but since we live in America, uh, they do need the commercials. So then, like one is enough. But yeah. we always start with two episodes. So the the season premiere usually starts with two episodes. Thank so
0: that's God. Your big bang. Yeah. Thank yeah. God. What is um? What are some of your favorite shows um? Just in general that you love to watch.
2: Right now I'm going down a rabbit hole of reality TV so, it's okay. like, I, so I, I'm a housewife fanatic.
0: Okay. So bitch.
2: I'm just obsessed. I, what is happening with What franchise know, are you watching? Oh, the Beverly Hills with Erica Jane. Like what is, yeah. the whole is that thing with about? who is
0: hunky dory? Is that is that from Beverly Hills? <laughs> yes,
2: that's Kathy Hilton. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, Who's a national treasure? That's all I and know now about Now she's it. a staple. Yeah, Kathy Hilton. Yeah. I love that one. I love the New York. Um, it's uh, the Salt Lake one has another. You know, uh, girl, Salt Lake is
1: Salt Lake is doing what none of the girls are doing, and it's kind of under the radar. <laughs> it's
2: great. It's amazing. Like and then Jen, Jen Shaw. Oh my God, I I just I'm just watching every minute, and like that's how I like completely decompress. Like I just like go home after doing comedy, and like it's so great, and then watching these housewives and their stories a housewife another guest star that could potential yes but oh my also, god.
1: i mean your show is like a faux it's not a reality show but it's a it's a faux doc but it is faux reality so i would think having a healthy dose of reality is probably good for you you should yeah, have absolutely kathy, you should have kathy hilton on there oh my yes, god yeah
2: she comes and knocks on the door and says who's hunky dory
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. instant kill <laughs> yeah. was there a moment where there was a moment where like there, uh, can, Scott Bacula was like um yeah. Yeah, because they thought he was related to Dracula? Was that what he yeah. said? And they call him and he's in Sherman Oaks at so his home. It's stupid.
1: <laughs> so stupid. So, so girl. Stupid. Girl the Zoom the Zoom meeting the FaceTime yeah. The Blade.
0: Yeah. Blade. Wesley
1: snipes on a laptop.
0: Fucking legendary. Yeah.
1: So fucking good. Also, the whoever thought of like, okay, in this universe, if you've ever played a vampire in in a movie, (laughs) you are a vampire in real life. Yeah, Yeah. that is so so funny.
2: We follow the rules, like we follow the rules of like uh, you know anything from you know interview the vampire, Uh, even the kickball scene, which was it's so funny because I was with uh, Catherine Hardwick last night. Uh, We went to see a movie here in Toronto. She's filming here, and she directed Twilight, the first one, and Mm so she was like, she has no. she was watching the show and then literally texting. me like, wait, did you guys do. I was like, yep, you directed it. <laughs> and then we took it and now we did it on our show.
1: <laughs> so good.
2: The kickball scene. It was just like, the, it's just like, we don't, we're, we're not above that. Like we're not above like <laughs> yeah. throwing a wink to like, you know what we're talking about. Right. You saw the fucking movie, you know? It's like, <laughs> yeah, the,
1: yeah, yeah it's that's lovely. awesome. Those My movies God. are really, Kati just did a recap of it. And those movies are really on another level. They
0: are Totally out of this world, unhinged, crazy, yes, wild, crazy. Uh, wild, yeah. crazy, wild. Yeah.
1: I've, ever since COVID started, I've been like you, Harvey. I've been having like a. I don't have a strong reality TV foundation. Like I haven't seen the classics. So during COVID, we watched like you know, um, the Simple Life, and I watched Top Model for the first time and all that. And now I'm watching Wife Swap from the beginning. <laughs> oh and none of the girls are doing what Wife Swap is doing. <laughs> no. Take, taking like, taking like a, a military family and swapping it with like a bunch of like, peace, like peace-loving hippies and just letting them scream at each other. I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. Crazy. Well, my, favorite,
2: like, my favorite is that one lady who's like,
0: the devil, the devil. And oh, the God like, warrior? Yeah, Her name is yeah, Marguerite. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The one who was like, tarot cards. Gargoyles. Yeah. yeah. yeah Gargoyles yeah. like <laughs> yeah. Be gone. Be yeah. gone.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Um, Actually, that might have been trading spouses. Oh, was it? Might have been. Because trading spouses, I believe, is the one where they get to give the other family ten thousand dollars. Or I don't I really don't know. If
2: they see it through, right? If they have to see it through, like they have to like three days, yeah. you have to live with them for three days or something like that. But uh, that might be right. It's also the same time frame, right? It's around the nineties, like Y swap and trading space, trading spouses. Trading,
1: trading spouses. Oh, she yeah, it was trading spouses and she's she's I think she might even be gay now. No! No, come on. Well, here's an article. uh, 14 years after infamous appearance on Trading Spouses, we talked to Marguerite Perrin about her lasting internet fame and embracing the LGBT. Oh, so she likes gays now. Oh, she's just she's down with the girls. She's just
0: down with the girls. She's a (laughs) gay warrior. Okay.
1: She's Um, a gay warrior.
0: I also love, like, speaking of gay, I just love that Laszlo is like just so bisexual pansexual whatever and and just talks about sucking dick and cock all the time
2: well all yeah. the vampires are queer pretty all oh the, really yeah It's all the vampires are queer yeah because if you remember there was an episode where laszlo and nandor don't get off and they're like waiting by the room they're like so do you want to well, we should and they go in and finish each other off in the room
1: that's right and,
2: yeah and it's i love the, what we do about the show is that being queer is not the demise of anyone being queer is part of their life. And it's just intertwined into the story. And it's never the topic of conversation. It's never like, Oh, I think they're queer because that's what most, you know, not even
1: interesting. Like it's not interesting enough, but but it's
2: because for so long it's like, you know, been, you know, a taboo in in mainstream television or uh, American culture where it's just like, and the character is gay, you know what I mean? It's almost yeah, yeah. like the gay character is always gonna have the demise yeah. of like their life. Oh, and they came out and they lose their job because they came out and <laughs> yeah. and it's right. like, it all falls apart. Right. And in this world, being queer is, uh, you're thriving and you happen to be queer and you're thriving.
1: Totally. Yeah. That's it. Right.
2: Because that's it's, reality, that's life. People have everyday lives and they happen to be queer. Right. I also
1: like that it's handled, it's sort of like, um, you know, these vampires have been alive for so long. It's sort of like a later stage of evolution that they are a little queer and don't even care. Yeah, you know what I mean?
2: Well, you you know exactly right. Like the idea that if you lived for hundreds of years and you had nothing to lose, what do you have to fear? The reason that people are
1: so scared is because
2: society makes them scared to come out and be queer. But if everyone had nothing to lose and you were going to live your life and you're a vampire and you can defend yourself, you have no fear. You're like, "Uh, yeah, I love this, I love that, I love everything. What are you going to say about it? Because there's no fear. We live in a world where like the fear holds us back. But if we lived in a world where everyone just fucking be queer, if you want to be queer and let people be queer.
1: Uh, you, know, yeah. you know what else I'm glad made to come back this season? <gasps> creepy paper.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Love, that wasn't on the script. I love the creepy paper. The I love the it creepy paper.
1: It was such paper. a good throwback. <laughs> I was, because that, for, for some reason, that has, like, stuck in my I brain. I love
0: the creepy paper.
2: It, it wasn't in the script originally, and I threw it in. I didn't think they were going to use it. And <laughs> I just remember, I just, yeah, I just remember it was like, we have to bring it back. And, like, we were thinking about, we're shooting season four now. We're halfway through. And there's some things that we're Kayvon and I were talking about. Oh, yeah, that's right from season one. Remember we? And so there's always those moments of like we should do a little bit of like people like that people who are really paying attention. will notice those little like things.
1: Yes. Yeah, so can fierce. I ask how much how much do you guys break and who breaks the most? I would say
2: most of my scenes recently or in the first three seasons were with Kayvon, um, and so I I would say Kayvon breaks the most uh, because he's so fucking funny, but. <laughs> he always makes fun of I me mean, because I'm such a, you know, Guillermo's grounded and he's not, you know, over the top. Like the vampires are so bigger than life, you know. I could never make Guillermo that level because they're like, whatever, you know, blah, blah. Like they're yelling at the top of their lungs. Natasha's character is yelling all the time at Laszlo. Laszlo's just talking with his inflection. And Guillermo has to be subtle and has to be grounded. Right. So he, he's no longer than a softer whisper, you know, because he's afraid to step out of line for the first two seasons because they'll demote him. And so I'm always really grounded. It's so hard to stay grounded in Guillermo's character all the time. And then here's Kayvon making a joke and he laughs at his own joke. And I'm like, stop. You know, he's just like, okay, I won't I won't do it. I won't do it. Won't do it. Yeah. And then and he like breaks <laughs> character and just like laughs at his own joke. And I'm like, we just had a take the other night where it was the last it was a martini shot for the night, and like Kayvon got the giggles and just couldn't stop laughing. And I was like, stop, because then I start start doing it too. And then once I get going, it's just tears down my eyes and like, I can't stop. So it's hard just to keep grounded as Guillermo. And then on top of that, trying not to laugh at how hilarious Kayvon is. Like it's like this containment of a a bond that's about to go off and it's so hard. And eventually it just has to explode.
0: I wonder what that's
1: like. I've always wondered what it's like to laugh with a co-star. Oh, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) You know what? I do think about that. We, we are lucky because our job is to our make job each is other to laugh. laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to laugh. Yeah. Like, we, especially since we have no audience, like, yeah. we're supposed to just try to make each other laugh. Yeah. I think it would be really fucking hard because I think once it starts, it gets worse. Like, when I've had to do stage productions with peaches and stuff, once something is funny, it's like, what do you it's do? Funny. You
2: yeah. can't, you, I mean, you're feeling what the audience is feeling. So they're going to laugh at this. Yeah. And that's what we also know when something's going to be good. Yeah. When the actors can't keep it together. Yeah. My favorite memory is being in season one and our boom guy who's, you know, these guys have been around, like they've seen it every, you know, every show. They're never like, they half of the time. They probably don't even know what the storyline is. Cause they're like another show. That's a gig, you know, like they're right. doing it. And he's holding the boom. And our crew is so, lovely and they love our show so much they go above and beyond and they're like paying attention to everything so even the boom guy was like watching and he got the giggles and he started shaking oh see and i love boom, that that's so the my favorite that. thing and, it, and eventually it, it kind of fell and it got into the shot oh. and i was like that's it that's the one yeah and the boom guy who's heard it all who's yeah seen it all is shaking and he's slapping inside so much and he can't even hold it together and he drops the boom that we yeah. know it's a good joke. Yeah. We know it's it, a good scene. You look down, print. the
0: boom is on the floor, and then you see a boner in his pants. That's <laughs> oh how God. you know.
1: That's how you know. You Goal. you really got Regatto. him. You really
0: got him, gal.
1: <laughs> well, in drag race, that's the only time I ever cared is if a camera person left. That's yes. the only time I ever cared. Yep, totally. Like if you, you have
2: nothing else to go off, right? Yeah. if was you'd, quiet. P- yeah. If
1: you do these little talking head
0: things like where it's just you, you know, answering questions from an interviewer, like a, you know, the three or four other um uh, you know, sound and audio guys in the room, like I always try to make them laugh. And if I can hear them giggle, I know I'm on the right track, but otherwise it can be pretty grim. Yeah. Yeah. How long, how, what's your shoot days usually like? How long do they shoot for te- uh, typically?
2: Uh, our first couple seasons, we, we moved really quickly. Uh, I think we did 10 episodes, our first season, 10 episodes in nine weeks. So we shoot like an episode every three to four days wow um which is a really quick turnaround yeah Um, we also cross shoot. what does Um, that mean uh, cross shoot means that uh in one day we'll be shooting let's say season one so it'll be episode 101 102 103 and so on so in one day we'll be shooting we'll start the day with 102 and by lunchtime we'll be at 105 a piece of 105 like a little segment and by dinner time you might be shooting a little bit of 109 oh wow so you're everywhere i know and as an actor that's crazy for me my first season was a little tough because again the trajectory of Guillermo is he's going somewhere with it, right? Yeah. So with the vampires, every episode would wrap up really nicely in the first season. Like, you know, uh, Colin gets a promotion. Uh, someone goes on a date. They can't figure out the computer. There's a curse on the computer. Right. So everything gets resolved at the end of the episode. So it's easy to, you know, insert yourself in the day of that, you know, scene. For Guillermo, it was a little bit hard. And also, there were um, episodes that we weren't get ahead of time. So we would be shooting a scene from like episode... 109, and it'd be like, Why is he covered in blood? And it's like, We can't tell you. And it'd be like, What? And it's just like, We can't, uh, we're not like they wouldn't tell us because they wanted to keep it so secretive and be on our toes like a real documentary. So it felt organic, but they wouldn't because the movie was shot like that. Taika and Jermaine, there was no scripts given to the actors. They got to set and they were told you have to exit the door, talk about going to like the the store and dinner, go. And so they were like, Yeah, so the script was never given to the actors. And so we we got the script, but we were limited. So some start, we would get sides for an episode. And we're like, so Guillermo gets in the car, the car is covered in blood in the front. What, 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 how did that happen? Ooh, yeah, we haven't shot that
1: episode yet. I mean, we can't tell you. Just work. Oh you're God. terrified. Amazing. That's like, sounds like drag that's race. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. But more blood. Yeah. More blood. I've been watching, <laughs> I've been watching Reno 911 from the beginning too. And so I'm watching it for the first time, like as an adult, being like, oh my God, these people probably had absolutely nothing. I mean, this is all just suggestions and then turn the cameras on and go crazy yeah yeah it's crazy yeah
2: Wild. I, I i i could appreciate like keeping on your toes because for the first you know season it changed after season one then we would get the scripts and we have a table read and all that but i think for the first season they were trying to see if the formula would work from the movie and for a movie that's great but also they had hundreds and hundreds of hours for the movie that they had to edit and yana who's actually uh our director for uh half the episodes this season uh and last season as well she edited the movie and it took forever because there was so much footage. Cause you're, you're just improvising and then you have to make a story out of that. You're like, yeah. how does this fit and then condense it? Um, but she's amazing. And she already, so now having her as a director coming from the world of editing, she already knows it's going to get used and what's not. That's so, so now,
0: cool. Yeah, yeah. I was somebody, some actor the other day said like um, film is really an editor's medium, not a director's medium. So it's like, Oh, yeah, to go from editor to director, that makes a lot of sense. A hundred because yeah. she,
2: she knows what's going to get edited and what's going to work. And so I now yeah. transferring over as a director is so good with her. Her takes are like, I got it. It means like, you'll do like two takes. and Like we got it. Unless you want to have a fun one. It's a fun one. She moves so smoothly Ugh. because she already knows what's going to be in the editing room floor and what's going to be used and what's not. So it saves you a lot of
0: time. That's you know? so fierce.
2: Uh So our first, our first season, our hours were real crazy. Uh, we would do like, like 15 hours, 16 <gasps> sometime, uh, because we had to shoot so quickly and, and condense it. Uh, since then, and because of COVID as well, like, uh, we've last year was like 10 hour days, which is, Totally great. You know, families are home for, uh, with their loved ones for dinner. Yeah. Like it was great. Like those are, uh, those are great. So we're, we're uh, back on that track. Like it's keeping it steady and it's good for you. It's also like, you know, talking about crew and everyone, uh, you need to be rested, you know, yeah. like you need to go home and see your family, have a life. What? And, uh... <laughs> yeah. She, she doesn't
0: know that word rested.
2: So rested, rested is when you, you lay down it. and that you don't <laughs> you go sleepy. Oh, you, you mean like you do the
1: rest of your work? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 no.
2: Like you have time to rest. Uh, and so it's been really nice. And our crew here in Toronto is so amazing and, and wonderful uh, that, like, you know, it makes our job easier just because everyone's great. And, uh, and FX has been wonderful in giving us uh, what we want and, like, making it crazier. Every season is bigger. Oh my gosh. This
1: crazy. Season,
0: crazy. I can't the wait.
1: And the set, like, the set this season, season three, it's like the house is getting bigger. We're yeah. finding these new areas. And I'm like, yeah. the, the sets are so... There was a scene yeah. like a couple episodes ago where you walked in and Lazlo was playing the piano. And I was like, look at this fucking room. I don't think we'd ever seen that room from that angle. That's I was the like, music look. room. The music room. Like, look at this room. Yeah, the music room has been added. We've added a new room to this
2: season. So you'll be seeing a new room. And if you noticed last season, season three, we had the Chamber of Curiosities, which is that giant like Harry Potter looking library. Yeah, with yeah, the yeah, Queen yeah. So that took, like, that, that goes to our, you know, set designer, who's amazing. And they designed that during a pandemic. Like, they, they couldn't even go to, like, uh, you know, Home Depot to get wood to build this. Oh my God. The fact that they built a brand new set during a pandemic safely, it took six months to build that set. Jesus six months to build Christ. that beautiful set. And it has opening doors, like the shelves open and they reveal the world where the jalopy was. Remember the jalopy episode with the car? The fucking car. Yeah, there's a the library has a a VHS porn section that like from (laughs) top to bottom. Like the (laughs) detail. I walk into this set and I see some stuff that I'm like, I looked, I went into the uh the the fancy room is where from the uh pilot episode where we have the meetings in the fancy room. And I went to the desk and I looked at a bunch of pile of papers and there's like fake dust and everything. And then I, I pulled one of the papers out and I opened it. it was a Disneyland map from 1969 in in their stuff. And I was like, what? How is this? Here? Should this be here? This is an original map from like Disneyland. like." And it was just in hidden in our shelves because everything has to be antique and old. And what's that story there? Like there's a story there that we could pull from like, at one point, did they go to Disneyland? Wait, did they... <laughs> like what wow. like so the stories like, that you can just pull from the library alone like the books that are there like it's insane
1: that's fucking- it's really crazy but then again when you when everybody's in like high horde vampire drag it would be absurd if the environment wasn't on that level yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah. it has
2: to be uh
0: up to par and yeah, the lighting is so fucking fierce the lighting is oh, so great girl. it's yeah. so it's pr- so beautiful it's so beautiful
1: and there's so it's many so little great. stupid running jokes when you've watched the show as long as, so religiously as we have. I mean, every time there's a new season when it's over, I just started again. Yeah. And yelling bat whenever you fly. Stupid. So yeah. stupid. <laughs> so funny. And then, um, you know, I want to come back to, I mean, I know it's not like a full lifetime yet. that guy that uh, Nadia, every lifetime, like almost fell oh, in love with was him. They, was it uh,
0: Jeff? Jeff? Jeff.
1: Jeff. Oh, yeah. Like, is it jib? Yes. jib? Jib. Jerm. Jerm. Jess. So funny.
2: <laughs> He's great. He's wonderful. Uh, he he was in the pilot then he came back uh, as a ghost. Remember he came yes. back as yeah. a ghost and that looked cool. That was our first episode of season two. Yeah. The ghost episode, episode was, was so good. Yeah. So good. And th- those are like, it's hard to do because all those characters are the same character. So like, you have to like get dressed into a uh, full drag for like, you know, the vampires and then get out of drag to play the ghost in their drag. And then be in lights and blah blah. So those were so hard to shoot because it's the same person talking to each other. Like it's very like parent trap, the original one. That, you know, <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> it's very parent trap, like where like it's like you know, and and the horse, the horse is a ghost. We had a girl, horse yeah. <laughs> John.
1: <laughs> <Like> John horse. <laughs> my horse, John. And that's how John. we also got the um the the Nadia baby doll though, which is so fucking crazy. The doll. So insane. I said they have to
2: make that doll. They have to make that doll everyone has another at this point has a catchphrase. And I think, you know, for everyone like Bat, you know, and uh, this fucking guy or Guillermo, you know, or for Guillermo it used to be uh, my name's Guillermo La Cruz. And then just recently I've noticed through the fan base online that like the new quote that they chose for him is you live because I let you live. <laughs> yeah, and that, 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 that scene was so scene. fierce.
1: <laughs> that came out of nowhere. And like, as a viewer, you go, Oh my God. I never realized that Guillermo might really be able to whoop his ass. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or go toe to toe. Absolutely. Yeah. Like the power shift. You're like, Oh my God, this has been, it really reminds you of like Guillermo now is just really letting them feel powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And remember that uh, everyone has their limits. And I think that's a good thing. And the nice thing I like about Guillermo is that uh, everyone can be pushed. Everyone can be pushed to your limits. You're a nice guy until you're not. And you made me a bad guy. You know what I mean? It's like, there's no reason not to be nice. And if you just continue to push people, you don't know what they're capable of. It's like don't, don't try me. Like try me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just like that yeah. idea. Yeah.
0: I could not believe I won't spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen the, the third season all the way through, but if they haven't seen it, that they deserve to no, get it spoiled. No, no, I wasn't. But that last <laughs> little little um Oh the moment, yeah. Mama, I was like uh, Oh I was yeah. gagged. I the was gagged. Oh, the
2: baby! Yeah, it's so it's so so, insane, (laughs) so insane. The baby holding the glasses,
0: so insane. Yeah, so insane. So insane. Yeah, it's
2: it's a little traumatized. It broke my heart when I read that because here you think you're so hopeful, you're like things are gonna work out, and then you're like, oh no, and then you like, you know, fucking Laszlo, yeah, because he's protecting Laszlo's protecting what he loves, Right. right? Yeah, he's making sure that his lady love is protected. Yeah, so he's doing it out of love, but out of love for someone. You're hurting another potential yeah. love. Yeah, I knew so, enough
0: not to be satisfied with like with a happy ending, but that totally threw me for. It was like I was like, "Holy shit, this is wild!" Yeah, yeah crazy. People were
2: gagging, like they were gagging. It was I, gagging. I, I
1: literally was like, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> yes." <laughs> what <Well, Pearls! laughs> I guess we could wrap it up here, but I mean, congratulations on just be. I mean, yeah, you're so great. Yeah, you really make this show so great. I can't believe. I'm so happy you, through luck and magic and talent, are on just the best show on TV. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That's really kind.
0: <laughs> thank you so much um, for taking some time out of your very hectic vampire slang schedule to be with us here today.
2: <laughs> oh my God, are you kidding me? I'm such a fan. I'm like so giddy. <laughs> oh yeah, you love the drag race. You love the girls. Bitch, that's I love the, the girls. best
0: thing about getting famous on Drag Race is that cool fucking celebrities with actual talent are fans of us that is that uh, that is like uh, i
2: love it i i keep saying i i haven't been a judge on drag race but i want to you so find have it
1: to hook it up okay i'll hook that up and then hook this up if if there's ever a, a russian tr- a transvestite no, no, no. vampire character no, no no no
0: i i do mama i can i can go from uh, this to Gollum in about 12 minutes so like i can it's a real easy fix just like
1: yeah, or, you, you know, even easier, me? if you need, like, a disgusting...
0: A disgusting, oh, haggard, that? 172-year-old vampire troll swamp thing, Mama, I'll do my own makeup, it'll be flawless. Are you kidding makeup?
2: me? I literally have already put you both on like the list for casting. I was like, if there's anything and like Trixie knows, like I literally die. I'm like, I want to work with people that like I'm such a fan of. I love. Uh yes, it's gonna happen. Hook it well, up. About, it's by the it. way,
1: this is the five degrees, seven degrees of separation. Um Kate Beckinsale loves Katya who played a vampire in Underworld. Underworld. And not Full only circle. that, not only that, um uh you mentioned
0: um Judy Greer a little while ago. Judy Greer, yeah. Yeah, I worked with her. I don't know how that's relevant. And, um, it's all connected. <laughs> I worked
1: with her at the Petco.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I followed her um, home from the supermarket one day. You know? <laughs> Close enough. Close yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, can oh you God. let the girls know where they can find you? Oh, yeah, please. Please. How can we find oh, yeah, you yeah, on you social find, media?
2: You can find me on Twitter, on Instagram. Just my full name, Harvey Guillen, on Twitter and Instagram. How do you
0: spell that? G-U-I- uh,
2: G-U-I-L-L-E-N. Got it. And we spell Harvey. H-A-R-V-E-Y. Harvey Guillen. Call
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> thank <laughs> you, well, thank you for coming so on, babe. Much. Thank you so thank much. Thank you for having oh my me. God. I
2: love you both. Oh. I'm such a fan. And thank you so much for watching the show. It means the world. When's oh my the, god! When is
1: the next season coming out?
0: Next season is coming
2: out uh, next year.
1: So we're that's my problem. It. I want it like Big Brother. I want it on every night, hour long. I know. Like, but but look at it this way, because. You know, if you look at the math,
2: we shot season three in January of this year till April. And it's already, you already binged all through that. So we finished a full season in one year and started a new season in the same year. So we did two seasons
0: in 10 months. I'm sorry, it's, so not, fast it's not, not
1: fast enough. It's not fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> I need, okay. You people don't need sleep, okay? Yeah. <laughs> you don't need sleep. Go, awesome. Go, go.
0: <laughs> Thank you all right, so bye, much. Honey.
1: Have a great Thank rest you of your
0: so day. Thank you so much. Love you. Yay, bye. bye. bye.
1: when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.
0: Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu visit.